0: There is so much potential available to us, and yet so many experts are squandering it by spending time on activity that doesn't move the needle toward their goals. What got you here won't get you there. It's time to uncover the micro shifts required to take your income,
1: influence, and impact to the next level. I'm Melanie Benson. And I'm Samantha Riley, and this is our weekly show for experts and business leaders who are influencing people's decisions to make a greater impact and shatter their revenue goals in the process. Welcome to the Next Level Influence Show. Now let's get started. So today we're going to talk about how you can get more of the right things done without the overwhelm of all of the different options and opportunities that come your way. And I think that this is a really great topic to start the year so that we can get clear because I don't know about you, Melanie, but last year, I definitely noticed that I started off well. And as the year went on, I wasn't as focused as what I normally am. So I think that this is a great topic to talk about because you and I were very aware that this was happening and we've done a lot of work to make sure that we're all set up for a very successful 2023.
0: Yeah, this is going to be a good one because we all get trapped in FOMO and mm-hmm. bright shiny ideas. <laughs> yeah. So let's really lean into like, how do we really unleash this potential and stay focused on the things that are going to move us towards that goal? Totally. So you want to kick off and share your share a tip first?
1: Totally. So I think that the first thing before we even start to dive deeper is you need to really know where you're going. Mm. You have to be very, very clear on your goals. What do you want your business to look like this year? What do you want it to feel like? What do you want your income or your revenue to be? How do you want your business to feel during your days and your weeks and your years? Because if you're not really clear on all of this, it is very difficult to know what to say yes to and what to say no to. So what is an opportunity and what's a time sap or a you know not a good investment of your time and i think that the other piece to this is knowing your theme or setting a theme for the year because i feel that a theme is almost like a a filter to run all of our decisions through so in the year when an opportunity comes up you're able to say does this get me closer to my goal or further from my goal and running it through this filter does it achieve you know whatever we've set for the year
0: yeah. I love that. And I think knowing where you want to end up, uh, what are we moving the needle towards? is so mm-hmm. valuable in what I think my next tip is, is like really knowing like what is going to move the needle. Like, and one of the ways I get there is looking at what is working right now and what's not working anymore or never did. And really yeah, kind of using that as a lens to evaluate, like, is this an activity that we should be doing more of? or we should be eliminating. And I was telling you, we were talking about this topic, a funny story. I have uh, a lot of friends that we've, you know, we've always gone to events. And I think everybody Mm -hmm. realizes that when you're in the room at a live event, a lot of magic can happen. Mm -hmm. I pretty much go to events that I speak at just because for me, the needle mover is when I'm on the stage.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And so we had been at this event previously and I had been invited back, but I didn't really get a lot out of the event i made some great friends but here's how this looks for me if i'm getting on a plane and i'm flying across the country i need there to be more than making friends
1: right it's like
0: yeah okay it's like i have more discerning factors and so i'm going to be looking at what's important to me about this activity is it going to help me get in front of clients are there my clients in the audience Are the other speakers valuable connections that I want to further? And so if I'm not getting yeses to that or I'm getting like a lot of like, oh, this feels overwhelming do I really want to do this, then it's probably not a needle mover for me and there's a better way for me to invest that time on something that will move the needle faster. Mm. So
1: what I'm hearing here is it's really important that you reflect on what hasn't worked in the past because i think that so many people can get caught in oh well i just did that this year and i'll just do that next year or you know i've always done it this way that that is a phrase that frustrates me i've always done it this way and it's so it's really really difficult that you are able to reflect to say well even though we've always done it this right way is it still or has it ever achieved the goals that we're working towards yeah, And I think maybe the word
0: I would use is criteria. Mm. What are your criteria for a successful activity towards that goal? And everybody has a very personal connection to it where my friends was more like, I just want to be in the room and I want to make some new connections. I want to get on more shows or podcasts or whatever. Like my criteria was a little different and we all have to know what that criteria is in the reflection. Mm. So we're measuring the right factors
1: for us. Totally. And depending on what your theme is for the year, what was a criteria last year may be different. And I'd love to give an example of this in that my theme for this year is quite different to a theme that I've ever set before. My theme for this year is fun. Normally, I set very logical themes like growth and expansion and scaling and refinement. And for me, this year, because I'm in human design, I'm a generator. For me, when I'm having a lot of fun, I energetically attract a lot of people to me. So for me this year, some of the things that I will say yes to are very different to what I said yes to last year. And that's okay. That's why it's really clear to know what that criteria is.
0: It's a good thing we have fun with this podcast then, right?
1: <laughs> that's why we're still here. This is one of my favorite right. th- favorite times of the week. <laughs> Well,
0: since you threw out your word, I'll, I'll throw mine in there too. And it, again, it's really taking my human design into consideration. It's expansive.
1: Mm. And I
0: chose that word because it does bring that energy equation into it. For me, like having fun is expansive, but it's also the idea that whatever I'm doing needs to be expansive to me. Mm. I've got to be expanding my reach, my revenue, and you know, my influence for that matter.
1: Absolutely. And as a manifestor and someone who's here to be the, you know, the igniter of big things, that is so perfect for you for this year. Thank you. Love it. <laughs> Thanks for being
0: part of helping that to come to life. Such a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think what we're also kind of alluding to here leads us into this next tip, and I call them standards and boundaries. And I think one of the things that gets really tricky for people is, We don't understand that we first set standards and then we establish boundaries to protect those standards. Mm -hmm. And I think like knowing what the right things are for us to do helps us be more productive with the right things because we're really clear. This is something I want more of. We set a standard for ourselves and then we put a boundary around it Mm -hmm. to protect our time Mm -hmm. so we can be more productive. And I know you shared some experiences with that.
1: Yeah. Before we were recording, you and I were talking about boundaries. And I think that this is really important because I have another podcast, Influenced by Design, and I have a lot of interviews on that podcast. It is a big needle mover in my business. So it is definitely something that I want to continue doing, or we will continue to do within our business. However, what I noticed last year is that I had my calendar open way too much for interviews And it meant that it was just bleeding into other areas of my business at times when I really probably should have been doing something else. So, you know, I hear a lot of people saying, oh, you know, there's so many people crossing boundaries in my life. But here's the thing. They can't cross your boundary if you're not upholding your boundary in the first place. So if you feel like there are people that are pushing the boundaries with you turn around and take a look why is it that you're allowing that to happen because it's actually your boundaries that people are crossing so for me because my calendar was open so much I felt very depleted so this year I'm time blocking my recordings and doing them just twice a month and I'm doing all of my recordings all on those two days so I'm setting up that boundary for when other people have access to my time Mm. I love that story. It's so exciting
0: to witness those moments when we go, ah, oh, I'm just like doing something that's not serving me here. Uh-huh. Start doing it differently and like create more space to get the right things done. And productivity is such a big
1: piece of that. hundred percent. And I think that it's really important to, you know, when you're feeling these times in that you need to make a change don't serve yourself up a shame sandwich about the way that you've allowed this to happen just reflect and say well what is the learning I'm taking forward from this and also understand that we're humans having human moments and if we're not constantly learning and reflecting and refining and changing things up then we're not having the full human experience
0: you know i mentioned a little bit in an earlier episode this year about my experience around this and one of the standards i had to elevate so i could get more of the right things done was like i wasn't delegating properly mm. i had fallen into a really bad i'll only just call it like a little bit of a mental trap around it and i just wasn't delegating the right things and i was getting pulled into the weeds and I was solving problems that my team should have been solving and I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> and I, you know, we had a conversation about it and I was like, I have to level up my standards here. And it really caused me to level up my entire team and, you know, make some new investments to like take my team where it needed to be so I could get out of the the everyday like operational stuff that was sucking my time dry. Mm. It was a huge, huge shift for me. Totally. And part of that setting the boundary was protecting that standard by handing back activities that my team was leaving incomplete or maybe like kind of kept floating back to me. So that's been a huge one is, is really like looking at the ways that, you know, we become bottlenecks in our own business and mm. we don't get the right things done because we're just sucked into doing all the stuff. Totally.
1: totally Love this so much. I think this leads into something that you were talking about and had some really great reflections on, and that's about knowing your role in the business. Do you want to speak more to that?
0: Yeah, so tip number four is really knowing, and I might even say living in your role. Mm-hmm. And this 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 goes really nicely with the delegation we were just talking about is, you know, sometimes we don't really know what our role is. What are the activities that are going to move the needle that we personally have to do? Because there were almost, in almost every business, there are going to be things that we do because they're our superpower, because they give us joy, because they light our fire, they plug us into our purpose. But the important piece is what actually are the things that only you can do to move the business forward. And these are different for everybody, but there are some key consistent activities most of the time you're the brand mm-hmm. representative like you're the person that needs to be in front of the cameras that needs to be in front of the audiences you are the probably the deal maker now some people do delegate that out but i think it's very powerful to kind of hold on to being the deal maker and the mm-hmm. you know the person who develops collaboration partnerships mm-hmm. but knowing what's going to move the needle and where do you need to spend your time and making sure to get the things off your plate that are not allowing you to do your role.
1: Totally. For many of us, we are, as you said, the face, but also we're the thought leaders, we're the visionaries of where this business is. So there needs to be the time to be able to unpack your IP, put your spin on your trainings and create those things that are specific to the way that you do things because that is your as you mentioned that is your superpower so that those are the key activities that it's really important that to to spend your time in now there's something else that i mentioned before and when you were talking about doing those really important key activities and that is if you're not spending your time doing those key activities i want you to really look within and and just ask yourself, are you being a bit covert in procrastinating? So are you spending time fiddling around with images in Canva instead of following up on a sales lead because you maybe are afraid of having a sales conversation or, you know, do you have a bit of a bad money mindset, or is there something there that is making you not do the things that you need to be doing?
0: You said that really well. (laughs) And I I think our brains are really, really tricky. And it's very easy to talk yourself out of your key role and into the safety net, into the comfort zone. Maybe you don't feel like you have the funds to have the team that you need. So you're putting up with the team that you think you can afford. Mm. Oh, my goodness. And then you end up you know, like taking on stuff that you shouldn't, you know, again, maybe that's a covert procrastination because deep downside, you don't really believe in what you're building and you're worried it's not going to work.
1: Absolutely.
0: So maybe the most valuable way to get more of the right things done is to commit to a role and make sure you've got people on your team that can do the things that you secretly let yourself get distracted by. Mm, And totally, like I tell my team all the time, call me out. Let me know where I'm being the bottleneck. You know, put it down if I'm doing something that's in the weeds that you know you could do better and empower your team to call you out on the
1: places that are are uh, causing you to play small. hundred percent. I love the way that you pulled that together. So tip number five, this is sort of the golden thread that weaves together. I feel all of the pieces that we've talked about. And that I feel is getting really clear on your human design. How are you designed to show up in the world? What are you designed to be doing in your business? And where are you spending time that is actually slowing down your growth? You know, add to the overwhelm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like you're deflating your most natural power by trying to emulate the approaches that work for a different design. That's the way I really see human design is when we understand our most natural way of like leading and getting you know our ideas out into the world, if we're doing it the way another human design succeeds at it, because we don't understand our own human design, you are absolutely going to derail your progress. And you're going to end up burned out, overwhelmed, exhausted, and you're going to talk yourself out of wanting to grow your business.
1: Totally, totally. So we're not going to dive too much into that. We actually have covered this topic on other episodes. I'm sure we will cover it again. But if you're not sure about your human design, definitely reach out to either Melanie or myself or have a little look into it and have a look at what your design is because there is so much information that is out there that can help you to really understand How to be more in alignment with the way that you're energetically designed to work
0: yeah i agree
1: so melanie i would love you to share a resource that would help people that have listened to this episode and you know they're thinking this is definitely something i want to rein in this year and get really good at spending my time in the right places
0: Well, I think knowing what are the needle movers, what are the factors that are going to have a huge shift in your authority positioning, your client attraction, the amount of revenue you're able to bring into your business starts with having a good framework. I teach seven key factors that I've been using for 22 years to keep moving the needle in my own business. And each of these factors, when brought together... Can really position you to add another six figures to your business, if not seven figures to your business each year. So you can go to amplifywithmelanie.com. I've made it available as a gift to you. I would highly recommend downloading it and evaluating the factors in that roadmap and say, do I have all seven of these working? And am I, as the key person in my business, spending enough
1: time in the needle
0: movers here? So amplifywithmelanie.com.
1: Love it. And I also have a, a resource that will help you to get clear on your goals, really understand where you are now, and create a plan to get there. And the, I have put together nine key growth areas that you can really dive into that will give you more income, more freedom, and more impact in your business. So you can grab your copy of the Million Dollar Plan at Global forward slash plan. Uh, We will pop all of those links or both of those links in the show notes over at nextlevelinfluencepodcast.com. It's been great to hang out with you here today, Melanie. You too.
0: I love our conversations and I hope we have inspired you as you're listening in to spend more time in the activities that are going to move you into goal achievement this year.
1: Absolutely. Wishing you a fabulous 2023 and we will see you next week for another episode of next level influence
0: thanks for joining us for another episode of next level influence before you go would
1: you subscribe rate and review the show on your favorite podcast player we'd love to know what your greatest takeaway was from today's episode take a screenshot of the show and share with us on social and be sure to tag us too so we can connect tune in next week for another next level influence episode